Hello, this is Gurmeher from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Friday, the 30th of June. Delhi Education Minister Atishi has been assigned additional responsibilities of revenue planning and finance departments. The AAP government's decision of cabinet reshuffle was approved by Lieutenant Governor VK Saxena today. Previously, these departments were under the purview of Kailash Gehlot, who was given the planning and finance portfolios after the resignation of former Deputy Chief Minister Manish Sisodia. Sisodia had resigned following his arrest in connection with the liquor excise policy case. With this new charge, Atishi, the only woman minister in the cabinet, will now be overseeing a total of 12 portfolios, the highest among all ministers. The reshuffle proposal had become a point of contention between the Ahmadmi Party government and the LG with government sources claiming that the file had been pending with Saxena for four days. However, officials at the LG House dismissed this claim as a blatant lie. Atishi and Saurabh Bhardwaj joined the cabinet after the resignations of Manish Sisodia and Satinder Jain following their arrests. The Karnataka High Court dismissed a plea filed by Twitter Incorporated against the blocking orders issued by the Ministry of Electronics and Information Technology targeting specific accounts. The court also imposed a fine of Rs 50 lakh on Twitter, stating that the social media company approached the court without complying with government orders. The judgment, which was reserved on 23rd of May, was announced on Friday. The court also suggested that, as a foreign company, Twitter cannot claim the rights of freedom of expression and personal liberty guaranteed to Indian citizens under Article 19 and 21 of the Indian Constitution. Further details of the order are yet to be revealed. It had asserted that there was no legal relationship between Twitter and its users, as Twitter was supposed to act merely as an intermediary. However, Twitter contended that they had advocated for the rights of their users, and even as a foreign entity, they possess certain rights under Article 14 of the Constitution, which guarantees the right to equality. Twitter also argued that the reasons for blocking the accounts were not provided in each case and that the provisions for blocking a URL under Section 69A should only result in blocking the specific offending URL, rather than the entire account. They emphasized that blocking the entire account would restrict the creation of information, while blocking the offending tweet would only affect the already created information. Today, a gathering of hundreds of women took place near the Nupilal complex in Imphal, Manipur, close to the Chief Minister Secretariat and Raj Bhavan. The women urged Chief Minister N. Biren Singh not to resign in the light of the ongoing violence that has plagued the state for nearly two months. There were rumours in Imphal that the Chief Minister was considering stepping down, particularly after the violence escalated on 29th of June, resulting in three more fatalities and five injuries. One of the leaders of the protest, Shitri Mayum Shanti, expressed the belief that Bahrain Singh government should remain steadfast and take decisive action against those causing trouble. The deaths occurred during an exchange of gunfire between security forces and suspected rioters in Kangpokpi district. The army said security forces responded in a measured manner to address the situation. Meanwhile, community members belonging to two of the rioter groups retrieved the bodies and organized a procession to the chief minister's residence in Imphal. The protesters also resorted to burning of tyres on the road to hinder police movement. When security personnel prevented them from advancing towards the chief minister's residence, the procession turned violent, leading the police to use tear gas and resort to baton charges to disperse the crowd. Today, IS officers Sanjeev Jaiswal joined the Enforcement Directorate investigation into the alleged money laundering in connection with the COVID-19 Jumbo Centre scam in Mumbai. Jaiswal, currently the CEO of Maharashtra Housing and Area Development Authority, 
was the additional municipal commissioner in BMC when the scam occurred. The ED had summoned Jaiswal twice previously, but he couldn't attend. The agency intends to record his statement regarding the awarding of contracts for healthcare services at the COVID-19 field hospitals. The ED conducted raids on 19 premises, including Jaiswal's, where they seized cash and identified properties worth 100 crore rupees. The investigation follows a case filed by the Mumbai police based on a complaint by BJP leader Kriti Somaya. The ED alleged misappropriation of funds and money laundering, including the routing of around Rs 22 crore through shell companies. The clashes between police and protesters in France's Paris continued for third consecutive night. So far, 667 persons have been arrested by the police for rioting, looting shops and setting cars ablaze. President Emmanuel Macron called the violence amid protesters unjustifiable. The president is set to hold another crisis meeting with his ministers. The unrest began in Paris after a police officer fatally shot a 17-year-old boy of Algerian and Moroccan descent identified as Nahel M. during a traffic stop. The police officer has been charged with voluntary homicide. The incident has reignited concerns about policing and racial profiling in France's suburbs. Meanwhile, the current situation has prompted calls for state of emergency. The government, however, has indicated that it is not currently being considered. Listeners, the media industry is changing around the world. Many are forced to close due to a failing business model, some under government pressure, and some are acquired by moguls who intend to masquerade propaganda as journalism. The Indian media ecosystem, too, is under pressure with news organizations facing legal cases and government scrutiny. A new series of reports, commentaries, and videos will explore these issues. Help us tell these stories by contributing to the Press Freedom Fund. We're able to bring you our report and analysis only because you've got our back. Subscribe to newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free. Our subscription starts at only 300 rupees a month. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. News Laundry is possible because of our paying subscribers. We don't run on corporate or government ads. You too can be part of changing the news model. Go to newslaundry.com slash subscription. Be a part of the community that pays to keep news independent. For the smoothest News Laundry experience, download our app. Watch our shows, listen to our podcasts, read our reports. Stay informed. Pay for news. Protect democracy. Save the world. Save the world.